Welcome to Mystery House Harrison Apps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama shadow cast. Yes, uh, yes, we are having the uh, the fallout from a fun adventure with the fairies. Yeah, this is why you don't hang out with fairies. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Why is anyone surprised? The, oh man. <laughs> There, there, there's not much of it in this episode, but there is more of the idea that, like, if you're going to write fairies, and I've written fairies, it's real tough to make them come off as really clever be, mm-hmm. without, like, like with, without even maybe your your writers getting a bit too... Too precious? I don't know. It's 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 tough. We're going to have a few talk, a few talkings about that, I'm sure. But most of, most of all... You're just going your standard episode. Yeah, this is literally, like, if you were to describe an episode <laughs> of Shadowhunters, it would be this. Yeah. We see several different downworlders. There is a Shadowhunter problem. Yep. Um, Clary has emotional issues that are unrelated to the main plot. <laughs> Valentine is more of a uh, plot element than a character. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Izzy is underutilized. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, uh, it's just. There's not much to say before we get into it because it's just your standard Shadow Hunters episode. It is. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just an episode of a TV show that we have been watching for two and a half seasons. Wait, one no, and a half. No, one and a half seasons. I rec- we're we're on season two. That's not mean we've watched two seasons. <laughs> I will say... It's like when you look at centuries and you're like, oh, the 20th century is the 1900s. Yeah, and then because, you're like, wait, but... Uh, because yes. the one... Because the century that had one in it had to be the first century. Yeah. Uh, um, I will say I don't like this episode. I feel like it told <laughs> me a lot of things and didn't show me anything. Yeah. It, it there is There is a lot of people standing in the Institute being like, so, stuff... Hey, stuff. I'm going to say my emotions at you and I'm going to tell you what your emotions are. But we neither of us will act either of these emotions. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, the Shadowhunters will make probably the weirdest, weirdest choice that they ever made as a bunch of like skilled, skilled hunters. One of the more reasons as to why there needs to be less people or more oversight for these Kids. It is insane that the children are in charge of everything I, when there are actual and adults there. I know. There. I think Alex like twenty one, but I think Shadow Hunters live for a long time. I mean, they appear to live for like a normal amount of time if they aren't killed in action. I was I was always thinking that they lived essentially human plus. So the idea, like, if the human average life is like eighty two, mm-hmm. they live like a hundred and four. Yeah, because we, we have met some, they, in the books, we met some Shadowhunter grandparents. They just act like they've been around for a long time, don't they? They act they like do, elves. They, they do act like elves, but so, I think they're just people. So maybe that's what's tricking me. Uh, but let's not get tricked anymore. Because <laughs> this is Shadowhunters, Season 2, Episode 15, A Problem of Memory. A Problem of Memory. Kick a ride in with Simon. He's still sad. 
Yep, and people are. I pre- so we don't see his face as he walks into the Hunter's Moon, yeah. and everyone's kind of staring at him, which in part could be because he's a downworlder, but I think he's probably walking in with like the mopiest mopey face, and they're like, "What's wrong with this boy?" Man, Simon is real mopey <laughs> this episode. Don't, don't meet his eye; um, he might tell you his problems. He goes into the Hunter's Moon also at the weirdest time. There's a few of the down extras, yeah. Like, I think one of them is a werewolf, is a werewolf we normally see at the Jade Wolf. Like the mm-hmm. one right at the front. Um, also, it's a different bartender. I know. It's not Maya. It's not Maya. I didn't know anyone who wasn't Maya worked there. <laughs> I told you. It's other bartenders. That's why when, um, <laughs> when Sebastian was like that hot bar- bartender, they're all hot. She. This one is also hot. It's and, true. And a vampire who... Maybe we've met before. I don't believe we have, but we will be treated like... I mean, Simon knows the vampires. I think he may have been one of the vampires who came upon Simon that one time, and they menacingly were like, hey, we want to be in your cult. I don't think this is his cult. Well, maybe it's his cult. Anyway, this is Quinn. And we'll later learn that Quinn is his last name, not his first name. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. His name's like David Quinn or Daniel Quinn. Daniel Quinn. (laughs) You know what? I guess if your name is Daniel, you might want to be like, I want to be Quinn. Yeah, Quinn is a better name. He's a better vampire name. Yeah. Now... Uh, we learn some interesting stuff about the way the vampires react to blood, which I don't hate. I just find really funny. Uh, in a lot of vampire fiction, they decide to be like really get into like what does blood mean? What does it mean for a vampire? Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't know about blood, or if you do know about blood, or if you want to <laughs> learn about blood, blood has a lot of constituent parts in it. It does. And it is fifty-five percent. Plasma, which is yellow and weird. Yeah, I didn't like it when we saw it. I didn't want to see that yellow plasma. But that's the color of plasma. I think they should put some food dye in that plasma. (laughs) In real life? No, in the show. I wanted to see her putting a dropper of food dye in to make it a more appealing color. (laughs) Um, But apparently plasma's like the hard stuff. It's like doing a shot of whiskey. Yeah, I don't... The thing that, that okay. but the thing is, other blood is not it's alcohol. Not, it's not alcohol. It's food. Yeah, but but this, they treat it like it's alcohol. That's that is the thing that I was looking back on. I'm like, I think they do sometimes at these places treat it like it's alcohol, and it's not. It's just basic sustenance. But this seems to imply there is a a section of blood, a part of blood <laughs> that eat, like, and a, a majority part of blood that is just alcohol. So, so vampires are just always drinking alcohol, which makes them make a lot more sense. Yeah, if you just imagine every vampire is just a little bit buzzed their entire life. Well, and then that explains why when they drink the Shadow Hunter blood, it's like ooh, ooh, because because that's like a it's like Goldschlager. <laughs> it's a sparkly alcohol. <laughs> Now, um, the Quinn comes up and he's like, hey, buddy, how's being a daylighter? Uh, and <laughs> Simon is like, I'm sad. You, you know, being a daylighter doesn't solve all your problems and you can still be sad about other things. And I'm like, dude. I think he knows that. He just doesn't want to die in the sun. He also, like, you don't know this guy well enough to unload on him. <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny someone being like, hey, what's a Hey, sure feel, feels good, uh, you know, having being invincible and being like, yeah, but did you know your heart can still be broken? Oh, my God. Kevin, you know that's a line in, like, a, <laughs> a Superman movie. Not a good one. 
<laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's the premise of, I think, the song Superman. <laughs> I think it's also the premise of a lot of episodes of Smallville. Yeah. So, um, he, there's no more plasma. The, the Hunter's Moon had the last amount of plasma. So, Quinn, to try to cheer up his buddy, I do not... I think Quinn just really wants to get in tight with the Daylighter. I think so. So, maybe he is a cult guy. Um, he takes him to a vamp club. A feeder's den. Yes. So this is a gray area in the Accords. Yeah. There's a bunch of humans who do know vampires exist, and boy, do they love getting bit on. I mean, I think this is also an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Honestly, this feels like something that pops up in a lot of, once again, vampire fiction. And you know what? Legitimately, I think it would make sense that that there are some people out there who are like, yeah, yeah, 100% 100 I'm into I, I mean, want that. people are into a lot of different things. A lot of very dangerous things. So he meets Heidi. Um, it's worth noting that they just, like, this has nothing to do with plasma anymore. Nope, now he's just drinking, but maybe drinking blood from a person oh, I, is I, like... I absolutely would believe that if you're going to do, like, vampire stuff, fresh blood has to be better than... Yeah. It's just gotta be, yeah, right? Blood on ice. Everybody love everybody loves a fresh pizza. Once you put like <laughs> then when you put it in like a microwave, it's not as good anymore. And if you eat cold pizza, you're wrong. You're just wrong. Speaking of people being wrong, Sebastian is ironing a shirt that is identical to the shirt that he's wearing. <laughs> and he's also ironing his hand. Wait, I'm good. So is this supposed to imply that Sebastian also just doesn't feel pain? He likes it. He like well, because here's the thing. He's ironing a shirt, and he has his hand down, and then he just keeps going over and irons his hand. It doesn't react, and then goes back to ironing the shirt. It's just a scene of a weird thing that Sebastian does to remind us that Sebastian does weird things. Because <laughs> it cuts him. It, we don't get a follow up. I mean, we do see the guy in the closet to remind us there's a man in the closet. Yes, but we cut right to Alec waking up in Magnus's house. Man, and I want to say. The sh- after all this discourse in you know the public about how Adam Levine's tattoos suck, <laughs> the Shadowhunters' tattoos suck more. Well, they look very very lame. Well, it's because they like the thing is like the their tattoos are utility based. Yeah, they're there's not, no art. They're not for style. And, and yes, Adam Levine's tattoo. My favorite description of it is that Adam Levine looks like a man who went to a tattoo artist and said, "Give me tattoos." <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, he he wakes up and Magnus is already up and at the table. He's doing that thing where it's like, we spent the night together, but I cannot sleep. Because his brain, his brain is too full of one specific old memory. Yes, this has been, this has been dwelt, like this has been lingered on. For weeks. For so long. Like he went from when it happened, when he was being tortured as Valentine. Yeah. Through like, oh, he changed his hair, then another episode. And now he's like. He's been dealing with this for a while. Yeah. And he no longer can hide it from Alec because Alec has noticed this has been going on like four nights in a row. <laughs> Buddy, can't help but notice that you're sad. <laughs> well, because he's flashing back to when he was a child and he found his mom who, uh, okay, so she, so she took her own life. Yep. I, they, She did it by stabbing the knife directly into her heart. Yes, she did. Which is a... That's an interesting way of doing it, this I guess. This is a woman who slept with a demon, Kevin. <laughs> It's dramatic. Also, this happened in like 800 B. You think they didn't understand next back then? I don't know. <laughs> this was before. Maybe not. This was before the great research on neck injuries. Her Dutch fa- husband did not teach her how to kill people <laughs> Herself. who were native to her lands, even though he was definitely doing that. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> okay. So, um, Magnus uh, does not want to discuss what me and Kevin just discussed. No, yeah. What we have is we have kind of Alex a little bit of his, his own little decision, which isn't really an issue. He's like, do I tell them about Luke's attempt on killing Valentine? Like, <sighs> I think it could be bad if I did I that. It would be bad. <laughs> it and then, feels like such a non-issue. Well, and he's essentially like, did my attempt to distract you with my problem distract you, Magnus? No? No. Okay. Right. Meanwhile, uh, Jace is spiraling in a different direction. And Izzy is having none of it. Because <laughs> he's like, Izzy, Izzy, here's the thing. Here's the thing what I was thinking. Here's what I have been thinking about. Seelys can't lie. So, Clary wanted to kiss me and izzy's like oh my god shut up fairies can do tricks dumb dumb <laughs> i just want to go into mention that even though i do think jace is right mm-hmm. and i think the show is definitely wants us to show that way the way that scene was written you could still a hundred percent make an argument that it was a trick she said the vines will release when you kiss who you want the most and then she said, the person you kiss will be your heart's desire. She didn't say is. She said will be. Well, and also, and also that seems to imply that she, like, it's set up in such a way where it's like she does not need to know what is right. Or even the, like, the big thing that gets me is that in that scene, I think, I don't remember what I mentioned last time. At one point, Clary turns around and goes, why didn't it work? And the answer that the silly queen gives is, why do you think? <laughs> 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 and, it didn't work because the queen didn't want it to work, Clary. Well, well, I was thinking that like it could potentially be that if, as long as the queen thinks that's who she wanted, like, oh, I think you want to kiss Jace. It doesn't matter the truth. If the queen believes she wants to kiss Jace. And the queen, of course, believes that because the queen wants chaos. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, I think that is all kind of... Point like we're not, it's not, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter because we know that the show thinks that Jason Claire are endgame. Yeah. Because we saw that other universe. Yeah, yeah. Where like, oh oh, who was Simon dating in the other universe, Kevin? Izzy. Izzy. <laughs> who he has not had really a conversation with him. Since then? <laughs> Since then. Uh anyway, let's shuffle that away. Uh Alec has said he's like, oh, okay, you know, just like a, we're not gonna worry about Luke. Uh and then he's like we're just going to get rid of Valentine so I don't have to worry about more people trying to kill him. Yeah, we're going to send him to uh, to Idris. I'm confused why they didn't do this. Like, this feels like this should be the most obvious choice. A place where, unless if they're really worried that the Circle still has a bunch of allies in, in it's got to be it, right? Here's the thing. So, I don't want to keep going back to the books, but yeah. in the books, they never capture Valentine. Jace just, like, when they finally track him down, yeah. Jace just kills him. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about this nonsense. <laughs> the only reason they didn't kill him is because the actor still had a contract. Well, I mean, uh, then they just weren't very uh, uh, smart. They could have killed him and then had him all just be a ghost. Yeah. It's mm. a magical show. Well, I was thinking, like, uh, uh, trauma ghost. Ah, for in Jace. Jace's head. Yeah. yeah. Jace's head. Which would be very interesting, an exploration of Jace's trauma. Yeah. Sure. Then maybe it turned out he was a real ghost as well. Oh, my God. Ooh. Ooh. He did some rune stuff to live on in Jace's mind. Stupid show. Uh, they do set up that finally, after 20 years, 18 to 20 years, uh, it just has made it so that the rune, circle rune can't, like, 
people with the circle rune can't go into Idris. Which maybe that's why they didn't have Valentine there because they had to put this like <laughs> they, anti-circle ward in and, place. Well, and the only reason that I believe that they couldn't do it before was because so many of the higher ups had the rune, <laughs> yes. and they're just like, oh, I gotta get rid. That's gonna hurt. Can we just not do that? Like this feels there's it's just one line, but it feels like it belays so much corruption because we know that the Lightwoods have the rune. Yep. Well, it's gone. It was removed, wasn't it? Oh, I think maybe now is removed. Uh, anyway, because the show has too many shadow extras and not enough main characters, Izzy is going to lead the transfer mission, which is not a y'all. It's not a mission. <laughs> I think they just have no other terminology for it. And Jace gets Jace gets to remove that tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, now, Izzy does take a moment to, for some reason, be like, hey, Clary, we're going to transfer your dad to prison. You want to be there so we can taunt you more? <laughs> and Clary's like, no, my emotions exist. I got to go deal with Simon. The fact that Clary was willing to be there if she wasn't sad about Clyman. Spe- Clyman. <laughs> yeah, Clyman. That's their, that's their uh, couple that name. That is their couple name um, about Simon. <laughs> it, <laughs> does speak volumes on her own ability to handle her mental health. It's true. Now, yeah. Izzy is like, okay, I know you've got, I, I, I understand. Don't talk to me about this fairy thing. I already heard about it from Jace. Yeah. She you can like two people at once. It's she, fine. Like, well, and, and, and it's worth mentioning once again, the test wasn't for who's your true love. It was who at that moment did you want to kiss the most? And maybe it's fine because she was dealing with the fact that, like, she thought they were, like, they were dating, then they were related, mm-hmm. then they weren't related. And maybe she's like, maybe I did want to kiss him once. Well, I mean, I would maybe want to kiss him to, like, get it out of my system. Yeah. And maybe that's fine. Maybe that's fine. Izzy says it's fine. But do you know who doesn't say it's fine? It's Simon. When he wakes up from a blood stupor. <laughs> I guess. He is so shocked by his blood that he opens the door for Clary. Oh yeah. Well he we get him we get him super fast, speedily changing his shirt. But they talk about it, and this feels like the most simply designed trick. And Simon being the sad incel boy he is. <laughs> It's true. He refuses to listen to Clary. Yeah, he's like, you like, you say you love, but you don't mean it in the way that I mean it. I only ever loved you. I couldn't imagine. I'm like, Simon, Jesus Christ. A, Simon, we know you had a crush on Izzy. B, Simon, you dated and slept with Maureen. C, Simon, Maya. But, but they didn't mean anything when he was like, Simon, it's. Oh, dramatic teenager. Oh, he's so... It's it's infuriating. He sucks so much this episode that he's just like... Oh, he's very close to going, like, the hard incel, like... Well, and I I hate that he's telling Clary how she feels and telling her that what she thinks her emotions are are not what her emotions are. Yeah. No, you don't love me as much. You you also maybe... uh, You don't... uh, My... Me... Simon, we watched the show. We know that Clary loves you. (laughs) Shut up, Simon. (laughs) Shut up. Now, uh, well, their emotions are getting splattered all over the Jade Wolf. We get to have a classic Valentine monologue. I'm going to be really real. They got to stop 
Letting using main characters who have a pre-resisting relationship with Valentine to do stuff with Valentine. Yeah, just send some randoms he's never he, seen. He can't monologue at them. I mean, he can, like, but... Like, the thing... This is what's again the problem with having so many characters. Like, there is a sense of why it kind of makes sense they need to do it. They only trust each other. There will be a big flaw to that. I'll point up later. But that is the reason you could do here. It's like, well, Izzy's got to lead it. I mean, actually, actually, Izzy should do all this stuff. She probably yeah. has the least relationship yeah. to Valentine. Izzy should also <laughs> remove the circle. But I think I think Alec thinks it'll be good for Jace's healing. Alec's, Alec's wrong. Alec is wrong. <laughs> don't, I don't care what's good for his healing. I mean, this Alec could bad. take it off, really. Yeah. Uh, so, but no, Jace, I, I mean, Jace does seem to enjoy it. But he does get Valentine... This is the most obvious Valentine lie, might be the term. He he lies with the truth. So he's like, hey, why'd you experiment on my mom? <laughs> and Valentine does some, where he's like, well, you know, Celine and... Steven. Steven. Celine and Steven, they were so afraid of losing a child. Celine came to me, then I, and I made you strong. And then... After her tragic death, the hugest the hugest <laughs> asterisk needs to be put. Citation needed because the tragic death was him killing her. Wasn't yeah, he it? cut the baby out of her womb <laughs> after her tragic death, and I pulled you from you. He killed her. <laughs> I mean, they do kind of hand wave over that in the source material too. It seems like she maybe got a little bit stabbed during the rebellion, and then he. <laughs> made her more dead when he performed a c-section <laughs> it uh, wait was she in the in the rebellion and nine months like in the fighting she, rebellion and nine months pregnant yeah okay yeah okay i mean it's women all, can do a lot well pregnant but when you're about to give birth you're a like, shadow hunter also i think she was like seven months pregnant oh uh, okay so he was a jace so jace was like he, he really came out early yeah but luckily he had that angel blood he had that angel blood <laughs> Anyway, Valentine shouldn't be allowed to talk. <laughs> yeah, so then they use the magic tattoo laser removal gun on him <laughs> to get that. Uh, it is, I do, once they changed the look of the runes so that the um, the normal runes look a lot more. Like um, tattoos. Like tattoos. It really makes the circle runes stand out a lot more. And I do like, it makes them look painful. Yeah. And even though it's weird that, that the circle rune really looks like scar tissue and they're using what looks like a laser removal gun. I'm like, it's magic. It's like when they had the magic, the magic tracking thing. Oh, God. I like how they, they, we didn't talk about that a whole lot. They injected the tracking, like, chip into them through, like, a glowing magic stick. Yeah. But it is just a tracking chip. Yeah, but then they can take it out with the glowing magic stick. Mm -hmm. It's magic tracking magic chip. Magic tracking. Okay, so Simon is usually pretty clever. Like, I think one of the hallmarks of Simon is that he's very smart. But he is so upset about Clary that he's very, very dumb and well, decides to throw away his bloody shirt in the dumpsters outside of the Jade Wolf. Well, I think his thing is that he's smart, but he's not, like, street smart or anything. But no, he is street smart. Like, that's guess, kind of the yeah. thing. I guess, yeah, he is. We, what have you seen of him? I guess he's just, he's spiraling, you know. It Even the, as smart as you are, when you think you killed someone, you do some dumb things. Uh, anyway, Luke arrives and instantly can pick out a plasma headache, so that's weird. Then he tells Simon to sleep it off, and then I thought, do vampires sleep? 
Yeah, he does. They sleep in coffins during the day. I don't know if we consider, like, I think that you could do a fun thing where you're like, it's not technically sleep, it's more of a rest. But yeah, but when does Simon sleep? Because he's a daywalker. He can sleep whenever the f- he wants. Good. All right. <laughs> um, But, like, even, like, classic vampire mythology, Dracula does sleep during the day. That's the entire point of why they attack him during the day. Is yeah, put a- there's just a lot of vampire mythology where vampires also don't sleep, so that's why I was curious. Huh. Uh, so, uh, we, we get a fun, weird, out of nowhere moment where Luke's like, by the way, you're my son. <laughs> you are my son. Yep. So, you know, don't, cause remember how siblings can't date on the show? <laughs> we're, we're going to really drill down that Simon is Luke's son and Clary is Luke's, Luke's daughter, daughter. So it's okay that they're not dating. But, uh, he does get a quick call from ollie yeah no he actually mentions it now he mentions that mundane was found yeah completely drained drained yeah uh because uh, he's like hey you know vampires you heard about this and then he gets a call from ollie being like hey we found some prints on that body and the prints belong to an 18 year old named simon lewis and simon because he has super hearing hears it and runs away now the show will explain this to me because I was like, "There's no way on God's green earth that they pr- have Simon's fingerprints." Why is he printed? Is he had to be printed to coach volunteer? That's okay. Show that might be a that might that be, might a be how it works thing. in the states. Might be a state to um, like, "Hey, in, if you're gonna teach little league, you gotta get your prints." In Canada, you just get a police report that says that you have a clean record. Yeah, you, you don't. Yeah, you don't have to like get in the system. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> uh, so. He runs off. Now, so Alec has been thinking a lot. Yep. And Alec is pretty sure that he should keep people that Magnus triggers, or sorry, that Valentine triggers, away from Valentine. <laughs> I thought about it more. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I watched that scene, and maybe we should use Katarina Loss, who is an awesome werewolf or warlock from the from the book. Maybe yeah. she should make this. She, uh, she gets she gets a fun name drop, I guess, for readers of the book. Good <laughs> Easter egg there. Thanks, y'all, for not using Dot because Dot sucks. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, this adds in a bit more confusing stuff about about portals, but it does get kind of cleared up because I'm like, like, oh well, I mean, only uh, only certain people have uh, like only certain warlocks have, per- have like permits or something. Yeah. Portal- it just like. But it doesn't, they just open a portal. You go to Idris. Yeah, you. You're the one who's like, I'm thinking about going to Idris. So it doesn't matter if they have permits to portal into Idris. They don't make a portal to Idris. Yeah, I feel like the rules of the portal are like very fuzzy. It changes in this episode because I'm like, okay, so maybe Idris needs a specific portal because of angel magic. But then no, it turns back intention. It's just a portal. So why <laughs> I the writers of the show just need to go to a whiteboard and write down what portaling is because they <laughs> they use it with like more flippancy than like Star Trek uses techno babble. But you know what, Magnus is gonna make that portal because he's okay. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. He'll be fine. Oh, in bus Sebastian. Oh, who... apparently Sebastian. We didn't even mention this. Sebastian has had a job this episode, and it's been. To look for the mole. So I... Sebastian's been there for three days. And that's when the mole started doing stuff. He should be. No, no. So what Alec was doing... Yeah. Alec was trying to get rid of Sebastian put him on on a wild goose chase. Okay. Because what Sebastian was looking for was the shadow hunter who tried to kill Valentine. 
And Alec knows there was no Shadow Hunter who tried to kill Valentine. No. Yes. He, no, because because Alec was there when Luke killed tried to kill Valentine. Yeah. Alec knows that. Yes. That's why he's sending Sebastian to look for a shadow hunter who, who helped did it. Lu- who helped Luke get to Valentine. Yeah, Alec is sending Sebastian on a wild goose chase. No, but, the, but, but Alec does think there is a shadow hunter. They know I there's a shadow was, hunter. I thought it was very clear that Alec was sending Sebastian on like busy work that no, didn't exist. But it's absolutely clear that a shadow hunter helped Luke. Alec mentions that. A shadow hunter definitely helped Luke. I know. So why would he send him on a wild goose chase after something they actually do need to get done? But Sebastian doesn't know that Luke did it. Yes, he does. Sebastian was there when Luke tried to kill him. Remember, he leaned over Valentine after pulling Luke off of him and said, you're not going to die today. Okay, anyway, I'm just saying the way that Alec acted this made it very clear to me that he thought he was sending Sebastian out on nonsense. I think, but I think sending him out on nonsense, either way, sending him out on nonsense for something you absolutely need to figure out is insane. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. Because, so, Sebastian, he's been doing, he's looking for, he's been looking for a mole. He, he got a list of people who might want Valentine dead. Which, which is, is everyone. everyone. But what is more important is Sebastian's cousin, Eileen, Aileen. <laughs> Who is a character from the books? Who is Sebastian's cousin? She's in, she's introduced in an interesting way by having Izzy and Alec be like, "Hey, Aileen," and then she turns and goes, "My cousin, <laughs> to Sebastian." That's because they don't look alike. Yep. Um. So apparently they haven't heard from Sebastian in a long, long time. Where's he been? He was addicted to Yin Fed. Wait, did Izzy tell him that? That feels like a thing that you you let Sebastian tell her himself. No, I think Sebastian made it public news, didn't he? I don't think he did because she's shocked that he's here. Like, I don't. It 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 it, it does feel like Izzy just told her. Well, it doesn't matter because he wasn't addicted to Ian Fan. He wasn't. No, like like this is the the greatest indication that Sebastian has stolen an identity and I guess a face. Yep, because we will. Because we head right back to Closet Man and Closet Man. Is Sebastian. Yep. Ooh. 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 So he needs information on Aileen from real Sebastian. Meanwhile, Clary's emotions are still being emotions, and Luke's like, look. Simon might have killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> and Clary's like, no, huh? he's a good vampire. <laughs> Can I come along with you when you do this investigation? And Luke's like, oh, whatever. I guess technically you're kind of like a, a magic cop. Sure. <laughs> Come on. But uh, Simon is checking in with Raphael. And this scene encapsulates to me the my favorite thing about Raphael, which is every single time he's on screen, all of a sudden the show becomes a mob movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being like, I can help you, Simon. Simon, I understand. You may have made a mistake. But you need to give something to you're, me. Like It's so much to the point where I thought Raphael, like... Because Simon clearly didn't kill someone. Oh, yeah. Um, but Raphael, like, I thought, like, Raphael set up Quinn to, like, set, like, it. it's such a weird scene. And Raphael's such mob bossing at Simon that I thought this was, like, a big old plan he had. Because what he asked for him is, like, I'll let you stay with me. I'll take care of you. I'll make sure this all vanishes. You just got to tell me how to become a daylighter. Hey, Raphael's there to twist any situation to his... No, he's just he's just taking advantage of what he's like, 
Yep. I could definitely use this. He's not, he's not involved in the grander thing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, but... Uh... Simon's like, no, I must protect my Shadowhunter friends. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't want Shadowhunters hunted by vampires. True. Although at this point, Simon should be putting it together that this might have something to do with Jace's angel blood. He knows that. But like Jace's, Jace's special angel blood, not his normal angel blood. Oh, I mean... I don't think he needs to put that together. But that's why it happened. But uh, I don't know. He doesn't know that. He just thinks, I hate Shadow Hunt. No, he has to know his special. No, he knows. He told him he knows his special, um, his special angel, his special angel blood. And is it not public knowledge that, yeah, that Clary and Jace have special angel blood? Yes, but they don't know that Simon drank Jace's special angel blood. Uh. And these vampires have no like. If, it feels like when you know what the shadow hunters are, you just you someone. If someone comes with the idea, hey, they have special angel blood. Do you think maybe if we drink their special angel blood, we might? Also, it's only Jace's blood. We know that because he ha- Simon has drank Clary's blood. When? When he almost killed her. Not that. Not the time when it, when it was him hiding. I thought he did that. I'm sure at some point he was dying, and then Clary like. Gave him her blood. That was Jace. I know Jace did it when he was pretending to be her, but I thought there was a time before that where she legit, like, like, or maybe he was almost going to bite her and ran off. It's like right after he transformed or something like that. Like when he was at Raphael's place or back when it was Camilla's place. <laughs> I don't know. Too many things have happened. Too many people pretend to be other people and then they drink <laughs> blood and then he always needs blood. Anyway, he runs off. Here's an important update. The transfer is going to happen at 0200 hours, and Duncan what? is going to be in charge of the Oh, he was, inter- he, was, he was introduced before. Um, why can't they just portal from the cell to his new cell? Yeah. <laughs> they like, take him, like, what they do end up will doing is they take him out of his cell into that area from the cell, and then walk him through the portal into an open field, not an open field, but like an open arcade in in Idris. I also don't Alicante. know why like nine people have to be involved in this. Why why can't it just be Izzy? <laughs> it feels so it feels so complex. So I think at this point you could imagine it will not go well because they really overcomplicated this. <laughs> yes. But we're not there quite yet. Uh fake Sebastian and Alina are gonna talk about uh their past and how good fake Sebastian is as pretending to be Sebastian. But Aline thinks his disappearance was pretty sus because he's such a square. Well, guess what? Every no one knows you're a lesbian. So no one knows that I'm actually a cool dude. That's a, uh, <laughs> that, that is, is the that is his scene. Yeah, I know that. That sounds like there's no way that could be what he does, but that is effectively what he is. 100% that's what happens. (laughs) Now, I talked to Aunt Elodie. Aline, get out of here. Leave me alone. Like, he's most like, go to... Go to Aunt Elodie. Go see her. But instead, it's mostly just get out of here. Get out of here. I don't want you here anymore. You know too much about me. And the number one reason he shouldn't want her there is because the real Sebastian is busy breaking out of that closet. Well, he learned that his cousin's there. He's like, I got to go to my cousin for help. She'll believe me. And I'm just going to say, Sebastian, all he did was tie up this man's arms. (laughs) This is a shadow hunter. He also beat the hell out of him. Yeah, but like all this guy needed was like a little bit of motivation that someone he knew was in town. And I mean, it. To be fair, if you're like in a strange place you've never been before, and you like, like it, that motivation. No, it's, can be it's yeah. a good motivation, but like all he does is like break the <laughs> ri- the rope over a like piece of wood and then walk. Like I'm oh, just saying, there's no like. 
I would have, like, at least locked the closet. <laughs> That's if, all I'm saying. And anything we learn from Fake Sebastian, he's bad. <laughs> Fake Sebastian is bad. Uh, so we uh, we go over to uh, Simon, who's walking through some smoky alleys, trying to remember what happened. And remembers he does remember. Remembers leaving with Heidi. Remembers yeah. doing some biting on the wrist. Some sexy, sexy biting and... Up wanders Ollie. Ollie, f- finally, showing up in random alleyways actually helps her. <laughs> so and she, she arrests him. And he immediately is like, I'm sorry, I bit her. My emotions. Oh, no. Clary <laughs> uh, and Luke are tracking on their own. Yep. I mean, what do we do if Simon actually did this? And Luke's like, I'll turn him over to Clave. And Clary's like, but he didn't mean to kill someone. And like, Clary. 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 That's I mean, not Clary. It, it is a little wild that Luke's response is, we should turn him over to the Clave. Well, I mean, the thing is, that he, well, he's like, that's the accord. Like, what, what, they can't, he's, he says, we can't put him in prison. He'll just kill everybody in prison. I believe it was Raphael who said that you couldn't put them in, pri- no, put him in prison. No, no, Luke says we can't put him oh, in Raphael prison. Oh, Raphael says that too. Okay. Um, oh, no, you're right. Raphael does it. I think Luke... I think Luke doesn't read it, but he does say that, like, we, like, I think he realizes you can't just put this guy in jail. Yeah. Anyway, Ollie, turns out what she was doing was she was just hanging out at the scene of the crime because she had nothing else to do. What, you're not stalking Luke anymore? Um, Ollie is not a very good cop. (laughs) The things that she says to Simon while in this car would get his arrest, I think, like, he, he would have some very serious case for a mistrial. She gives him a lot of information. Like, like, she assumes that he had the information, but why give him so much information about the crime? Now, fortunately, she does, because the main clear thing she brings up is, like, it's weird that you got that you bit her on the feet. And he's like, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah, you bit her on the feet, man. And he's like, but no, I didn't. I hate feet. I <laughs> love his monologue about how he thinks feet are now, gross. Now, admittedly, this would not hold up in court, but he doesn't need to hold up in court. He only needs to hold up in his mind. Yeah, because he's a vampire. If like, he does not want to be arrested, he does not need to be arrested. I know I would not bite feet. I would never bite a foot. <laughs> I, how? How dare you? And so he leaves. Yeah, he just tears his way out of the car. <laughs> the, the, the way it's, the sound they use that it made me feel like he just like tin canned the back of the car out, but he just broke the door. Alright, uh, so Fake Sebastian has gone a call that the front door was opened by the most helpful landlord in television history. Uh, well, real Sebastian's limping down the road. Well, and this lovely helpful landlord didn't even go into Sebastian's apartment to see the broken closet. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, hey man, the door was... I mean, I guess that would probably still... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Simon, meanwhile, heads straight back to the club, which is, I think, in the alley he was in. Yeah, it is, like, I guess that's not his picture on file, because otherwise it's wild that Ollie just saw a man in that alley and was like, you must be Sebastian. I mean, Simon. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I bet, like, this was 2015? 17, maybe? She probably just went on Facebook. That's true. Uh, Now, uh, he heads to the club and he finds Quinn, and Quinn likes feet. (laughs) Yep. He, Quinn, in, in the moment, Quinn is 
sucking the blood out of someone's foot. I don't care. I, I mean, I guess I'm not into getting, like, my blood sucked. The feet sounds like the worst part. You have to walk on them. Yeah, that sounds really painful. It feels like that's not even paint, like, throughout your day. You yeah. You walk on these, these feet. Yeah, it sounds very painful. Yeah, Poorly yeah. thought out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I guess Quinn's into it. And he's so into it that he just sucked yeah. too much. He just did it by accident. Oh, it happened. He wasn't trying to pin the death on Simon. <laughs> it feels... I'm, I'm very... So uh, the sequence of events is very confusing to me now. <laughs> so he... Because Simon left with her. Yeah. And, the, and then I guess at some point he just walked... He, what, was, it, was he drugged up on... Plasma. Plasma? <laughs> Plasma really wrecks you. Well, and like Simon doesn't really drink from real people other than Jace that one time. So he just, he doesn't know his limits. And potentially Clary, if my foggy <laughs> memory actually means anything. I think he bit Maureen. No, I think he almost bit Maureen. Um, anyway, so I I imagine he was like drinking her blood from her wrist. And then he, you know, he, 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 he just threw up. <laughs> Because, you know, he doesn't know his limits. Oh, and then he's gross. like, I got to go home. Gross. Uh, and then she but, went back into the club. Anyway, um, the club starts getting dangerous. Quinn, there's a lot of sticks being broken into perfect <laughs> stakes. Every time they break a stick, it becomes a stake. <laughs> like, there's no stick that breaks and keeps, like, mostly a flat edge. They all become pointed down the grain <laughs> stakes. <laughs> But so they have a vampire fight very much based around trying to get a stake uh, there. Um, Raphael has figured out that Quinn killed Raphael the girl. Raphael may have known all along. I think, I think he read – Yeah, I think he found a way. He, he like mesmerized his way into the police station, read the report, and was like, oh, bit on the feet. That's Quinn. He's like, oh, I got to go talk to him. Ah, Quinn boy, he loves his feet. <laughs> got to so, go kill a boy. <laughs> so, Ra- yeah, that's, I mean, that is what Raphael's going to do. But yeah. he's going to do it in a, I'm the leader of the clave way. Well, not I, clave. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean. Clan. Yeah. yeah. Not the way that Simon does, which is full of fire and fury and rage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, because Raphael knows, like, oh, this will get us in trouble. I have to, once again. Every time Raphael is on screen, it becomes a mob movie. Yeah. He's like, I got to prove to them that I can take care of my own house. Yeah, but Luke and Clary are not here for that mob boss show. They're just going <laughs> to rush into the club anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Simon's fighting Quinn. He does my favorite move in any, like, this This pops up in a lot of fantasy whenever you have a character who's, like, either crazy or just very, like, hardy. He could get stabbed in the stomach and then pulls themselves down the spear. I don't. I love that. That's my favorite move all the time. But then Simon really vamps it up because he breaks off the end of the stick. The other end of the spear. Before Quinn gets all the way to the end, Simon breaks that stick again. And once again, it breaks perfectly into a stake. And then he stakes him right in the heart. Stabs him right in the chest because when you're on a spear, you become a very clear target. But uh, this is a lot for poor Simon. Oh, yes. He's yes. got to run away. Oh, oh, more running. More running. Uh, we check over with... <laughs> sorry. sorry. Well, this is very dramatic Magnus' stuff. Having it be the relationship between him and Alec always feels like a weird afterthought in this episode. Because we get another child of Magnus flat flashback to a very serious situation. And then Alec's like, hey, by the way, don't be sad. Well, I mean, no, he doesn't It's, do it's that. not that. You know, Alec is, for a man who's never been in a real relationship, yeah. just a fake one, yeah. is trying very, very hard to figure out how to help someone who is essentially magically damaged. Yeah. And he do- and he do- he uses Magnus' own 
uh, if if things get the whole don't push me like if things get hard don't push me away yeah thing, I'm like ha yeah you turn that back on Magnus no. Mag- Magnus wants to say a bunch of uh, pontifications about relationship you use it back at him so um, Alec does try to say things like well you were a child you were in control of your powers and Magnus says I was well, and it's like okay sir well you were in control of your powers you know what you weren't in control of well we haven't you're, explained what happened yet you're, just let me finish okay <laughs> You weren't in charge of your cognitive functions because your brain wasn't developed yet because you were like six. I think what's really important for this is to remember that Magnus is like six. And even if he's in control of his powers, he's not in control of his emotions. So what happened was, was that when Magnus was a child, he saw his found dead mom, knife and chest. uh, And his stepdad was like, uh, you're you're the reason she died. You're an evil, you're a demon. You're, you're an reason, abomination, you're an abomination. And then uh, little tiny Magnus uh, Kamehameha'd him and turned him into ashes. And he worries that because of that, he is a bad person. But again, Magnus, I don't care if you were in control of your powers. You weren't in control of your brain or your emotions. And, and his stepdad he... was a dick. Yeah, his stepdad was a dick. <laughs> just, just... Shouted at him, saying that he was he's his fault. Then he got Kamehameha. And like the thing is, if little Alec, you know, if you know, little eight year old Alec had stabbed someone, Magnus would be the first person to forgive little baby Alec for that. But it's it's hard when you're the person. Like it's easy, or when you're the person who's like helping people to be able to distance yourself. But like not, it's the reason why you sh- you can't. If you're a therapist, you might need a therapist. Yes. You cannot. Therapize. There's a term there that's not. It's, there's a verb there. Sure, there's a verb there. <laughs> sure. Thera therapapa. Nope. Therapu. All right. You can't do it to yourself. No, you can't. But Alec is gonna try really hard to do it for Magnus. Yeah. Just again, this should be its own episode, but it can't be. <laughs> it does because Shadowhunters needs action. <laughs> it does feel very. Like I don't. I I can't imagine we're through the Magnus dealing with his past trauma thing because it has been weirdly protracted and then this episode weirdly pushed in like there's got to be more for it but they do kind of make it seem like all Magnus needed to do is talk to Alec I I will say Magnus will make the portal they do a pretty good job of not having it be um they're like and Oh, his! Oh, he had a slightest amount of encouragement, and he's totally cured, which some shows have done. Uh-huh. There is the feeling here that what um, what Alex's able to do is sort of just give him like like I am supporting you in whatever comes after, and there is a feeling that even if we aren't going to be dwelling on it every single episode it's happening it is happening in the background so ideally and you know what the show does do a good job with alec and magnus so i am inclined to trust it so yeah yeah good yeah. good setup i'm just I'm like, I'm like like this can't be the end of it like honestly izzy's whole cure cure not cure recovery yes from um the yin fen at least we do feel like that has Still affects her in a way, even if we don't constantly have every episode being about it. 
Man, but I do wish Izzy would get episodes that weren't about Yin Fen. <laughs> that, yeah, that is a different <laughs> different part of it. We wish she had more of uh, other things going on. Speaking of Izzy doing other things, she's saying goodbye to Aileen. Yeah. And unfortunately, at the same time, we see real Sebastian and he's limping towards him. And you, like, the second you see the setup of this scene, you know what's going to happen, which is he's not going to get there. Nope, because fake Sebastian, he rolls on up first and... Does a murder. Yep. Yeah. He kill yep. Fake Sebastian gets him, takes him down. Now, uh, Luke has taken Ollie to the Jade Wolf to talk about Simon, just being like, I know it was crazy, wasn't it? Ollie has a real hatred on for this one restaurant. <laughs> I think I think the thing is we've never had a bunch of other people say that, that the Jade Wolf is supposed to be a dive. Like it is supposed to be kind of a greasy restaurant. Yeah. So only having Ollie be about it. It's like when we, we forget that Jace is supposed to be like a playboy yeah. uh, thing. So whenever it comes up, we're like, oh, right. It's the same thing with Ollie, except for it's only ever coming from Ollie. But so it like, seems like Ollie just hates this place. Like, I know it's a bad restaurant. It's very clearly <laughs> a bad restaurant. You don't need to mention it every single time you come to it. <laughs> I think Luke lives there. Anyway, <laughs> so, Luke tells Ollie... A little bit too much about the shadow world, well, from my perspective. because well, he knows what's going to happen. I just he's think... like, oh man, yeah, it's crazy, right? Well, unfortunately, like, he's doing the, we're going to wipe your memory thing so I can be a bit more... Yeah, and I just always worry about that because I know how TV works. Well, yeah, no, obviously you shouldn't do it. <laughs> but how can you resist? How can you resist the savoring flavor of being able to be like... Oh, yeah, it's crazy out there. Ghosts, demons, anyway, you won't remember this. Watcha. Anyway, the watcha was... Raphael. Raphael. Doing his Encanto. <laughs> I don't know what acting decision they decided to give to all these actors, but it looks like she was going through the Willy Wonka horror tunnel. <laughs> like She's like, oh, it's spinning and faster. Man, I'm done with this character. I, I'm so confused what her point is. <laughs> That's why I'm done she's, with it. She's been around for so long, and I do not understand her. She, she is so interesting in theory, but I got but nothing. But in practice. Nothing. Like, Luke is not trying to hide things from her. Yeah, it doesn't feel like she's a threat. It doesn't feel like Luke is doesn't even feel seem to be aware she is around <laughs> until this one time she arrested Simon. Yeah, so um Daniel so what what it is Raphael does his little memory placement he says or Daniel killed Heidi, you will never find him. <laughs> Which sucks. True. He uh, is dust. Yeah. Now, uh, Simon goes to see Clary. Well, he, he Clary's in her... Simon sees Clary. Yeah. Um, Clary and, goes home and Simon is in her room. Yeah, and he does the... This is I worse just, than death. I just want to be friends eventually thing. So I guess they're broken up. Yeah, because Simon, <laughs> because Simon told Clary how she felt. It's, yeah, it's still not... It's super frustrating that he's like... This... I, it's hard to even put into words how frustrating it is to see Simon just just not be able to handle Clary not being exactly what he thought she was in his head. Well, and like... Like, that, that's, yeah. really, that's really what it comes to. She is not exactly what he thought she would be when dating. She is not 100% 
every single moment devoted in exactly the way that he wanted her to be. And he and because that has been shattered in his mind, he cannot even handle being around her anymore. Well, and like the wildest thing is the show didn't have I think the reason that it's like the most jarring and boring mm-hmm. is the show didn't even have a lead up to this. Yeah. Like it didn't show Clary putting the Shadow Hunters ahead of Simon once they were in a relationship. Yeah. It didn't show her choosing her Jace, even when he was her brother, yeah. over Simon. He just Simon Simon was constantly worried about Jace, and she never gave him any indication he needs to be. But I feel like Simon wasn't worried about Jace anymore after they got together. Yeah, like well, the only well, he, I mean, let's he was the only reason that he wasn't worried was because they were brother and sister. But the show, like we know theoretically that he was worried because he was worried before, but there yeah. were no actions of him being worried. Like, this just appears to like, come like out the, of nowhere from the kiss last week because yeah. the show is getting us to fill in pieces. Like, the clearest indication we had was when he was a bit upset at her that she didn't tell him that Jace was not her brother. But even then, like... That's a valid upset because she did lie to him by well, omission. And even then, he didn't... Like, it didn't feel like that lingered in him. Like, all they had to do was have some weird shots where he's like glaring at Jace or when he goes like his reason for going on the mission the mission should and might be but they did not show it to us that he did not trust Jace and Clary alone together and that needed to be presented to us in some way because it wasn't because as you said they're they're relying too much on the audience to fill in Gaps to go. Of course, he would be jealous of her ex-boyfriend if her ex, who they only broke up because he but, wasn't her brother. But the thing is, like, like I, maybe you don't assume you don't assume that because maybe he's not. He does seem reasonably friendly with Jace. He won't turn Jace in mm-hmm. to like to a whole daylighter thing. Like he won't turn on Jace. So well, and it's been like. I, maybe it's because they had too much chemistry before they started dating when it was so obvious to us that they were clearly in love. <laughs> yeah. But, like, their relationship has been extremely ideal. Yeah. yeah. Like, very, very perfect. Lots of chemistry. Very happy. Very cute. So, it, so for the one kiss to make Simon turn crazy emo well, makes no sense. Well, and, and not only that, like, the fact that the one kiss, like, it's just what it revealed of his character is just so, uh, like, terrible as, like, this... This person who could not perceive Clary as a human being. Yeah. And I, I don't think that Simon, so I, it's... Because well, he wasn't before. It's like they brought in a new writing team just for this episode. <laughs> or, like, did they think... I don't know. Did they think they had more episodes and they were like, oh, gotta get in the relationship now. Go, go, go. I mean, it does feel like the... This relationship has done its part. Now we need to end it. Did they forget that the kiss was coming and so they didn't build up to it? <laughs> it's their show. <laughs> I mean, we we already fixed the last episode, which we know it needed to be. It needed to be now Simon's the main character. Yeah. <laughs> like, he needs to be more clearly manipulated by the Seely, Seely Court. Like, he needs, it needs to be absolutely clear how much the Seely Queen wants him. And I think Seely's need to appear in this episode to push him further. Ab- you need to be... And needling then, him, manipulating and him. And the thing is that, that if you're like, oh, well, but then why can't they be together? He was just manipulated. Because you can still be like... I got manipulated. Like, we can't, like, even though it's, like, I was manipulated, we, 
you don't necessarily then have to start dating again. Yeah. You you don't it, lose the you it, don't lose what you feel just because you know that you were tricked into yeah, feeling it. Yeah, and it can and and that can linger in different ways. So and wouldn't it be interesting to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. All right, the transfer way more intricate than it needs to be. Alec makes an official proclamation. Magnus yeah. makes the portal. Yeah. Va- Valentine is racist about Downwolders. Yeah. Because what else is new? Yeah, he has to give one parting. He doesn't know he's going to be rescued. He, no, he just wants to give one parting blow. But then. As they are going through the portal, Izzy and some guy. Yeah, it's, uh, they go two by two, which is insane. Insane. In in this is the dumb. How it's it's their entire process of doing a prisoner transfer is based on the idea that everyone will act fairly. Like, I just I don't. <laughs> I mean, it's I know so why. Bad. It's so bad. I know why she couldn't do it, but I just don't understand why Izzy didn't walk Valentine through that portal. Yeah. Instead, they're walking through, and then, boom. Now, <laughs> now, <laughs> Duncan, the guy who I guess you heard his name earlier. I did. Yeah. I didn't hear his name until <laughs> after. Touches uh, Valentine's shoulder. shoulder, and Valentine's like, "Man, touching me." Though he has to. Someone he has, has to know. To, someone has to touch, or else Valentine would just run through the, like... Valentine could portal to wherever he wants if no one's <laughs> touching him, controlling it. So it's also weird that Duncan waited so long to touch him. I wouldn't, I would be like, why is, I would be like, if I was Alec, I'd be like, someone's, why is no one touching him? Because I, if I was Valentine, I'd charge the portal. Yeah, which is why Izzy should be doing it, her, like, why, why are five people why involved is, in this? Why is this the process it takes also, like... Everyone should be touching him. And then the idea is that the will of the... Even if one person is like... I don't don't know if this is the way the portals work. It feels like it because people have tricked people through portals before. Yeah, Clary pushed Valentine into the portal prison. So it feels like you can overwrite someone's will with a stronger will. Yeah. So a bunch of people touch Valentine. All walk through together. Then even if one of you is like, oh, I'm gonna uh, get him away. The rest of you being like, let's go to Idris. We'll pull him along. Because presumably... Valentine is thinking, go anywhere else. So, um... As we revealed there, Izzy and I think Jace go through. Yeah, and then two, two more men go through, go through. And then Duncan and uh, Valentine go through. But on the other side, they don't come out. Ooh. Only the, the last two shadow extras go through. And it turns out that, um... Duncan, his family has been kidnapped by Sebastian. I don't yeah. know where he's keeping them. No, he's he's keeping them six feet under. Oh he, yeah, he, they're, they're definitely dead. already dead. Because you know who else is going to be dead? Duncan. Duncan. Um. Ah. D- they. Out knows knows there there is a mole. I just bugs me so much. Like, was the shadow extra Duncan trustworthy? Should we have been like, oh, Duncan? Duncan can't be. Duncan can't be bought. Well, and the, you know, that's the thing. Like, okay, so make it so that everyone's going to use their will. And then Duncan can still break bad and, like, you know, force Valentine through the portal before everyone else. Because he's going to get found out anyway. <laughs> so why doesn't he, you know, like, make it a big dramatic scene where he pushes Valentine through the portal. Yeah. Ahead of everyone, I guess. I, feel, I just feel like there, there's different breaks they could do here that doesn't just make this whole um, transfer mission feel like. Why do you put children in charge of this? And I know they're 21. Why do you put children in charge Izzy's of this? Izzy's not 21. She's 18. 18-year-old's 18 a child. <laughs> and 
No one's brain is developed. And well, in that knowing that you have like the actual charge of Idris on the other side, why does this not? Why is there not a better way of doing? It's once I again. I have a question. Why can't the adults in Idris play on the transfer? I mean, here's the. I'll tell you exactly why. It's the exact, and it honestly, actually, kind of works. Repeatedly, repeatedly, Shadow Hunters and the Clave. They're one failure repeatedly is they do not believe shadow hunters can be bad you know what it would even be better if the adults in idris were planning the transfer because it would show that they like undervalue the youths and yeah. they don't like take them as a threat and so then duncan who is young yeah breaking bad would like or, or they could do a thing where they're like where you have alec and izzy being like we need more security we need more security and you have the clave being like we like we why do we need more security? We have the blood. We've, we we've need, already captured we've, Valentine. It's just we, a transfer. We can't do do this. And and they can be like, last time you believe that. Like the cl- the clave infiltrated the infiltrated, they were the yeah. clave. Like it is it is actually a trope that keeps popping up that they could lean into more. That the shadow hunters cannot believe in a bad shadow hunter despite Valentine. all the bad shadow hunters. Like, it is actually, very, like, that's the whole thing with Imogen. Like, she, despite being a terrible person, they're like, well, no, she's a shadow hunter. Yeah. Which means she, everything she does is inherently the right thing to do. And I think we probably will see more of that, I have to imagine. I, we have so many more seasons of the show. But the reveal. Sebastian. Has killed Duncan. And he, Valentine looks at him and is like, who are you? Who are you? Uh, What he is is a fire monster. Yeah, he turns into a burned man. And he's like, hello, father. (sighs) Which, I mean, I I guess that means this is Jonathan. Yeah, or this is a demon who thinks that Valentine is a father figure (laughs) to him. I don't know. This show plays fast and loose with the word father. I I feel like we have so much talking about the other child. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, this is 100% Jonathan. Jonathan. Like, and man, boy, that's been through a lot. Jonathan was alive, and then he was dead, and then then he he was was Jace, Jace, and then he was dead, and now he's beef jerky. (laughs) (laughs) What a journey Jonathan has been on. You know... This is another thing. Why is he wearing a different face? I mean, I guess because he's a burn man. Because he's a burn man. Okay, but he's not... uh, In the books, he's not a burned man. I I would say... He's just a man no one's ever seen. I would say the really weird thing is that he had to, like... We never got a, a a section where somebody checked Sebastian's story. So when his cousin showed up, I was like... Oh, damn, Sebastian's a real person? It never crossed my (laughs) mind that he was a real human being from London. I thought these people just didn't check him. Because Izzy just like, oh, yeah, no, he's from London. He's from the London Institute. And our institutes don't talk together. Why would they? We're so understaffed. (laughs) (laughs) We only have 20 shadow experts. We should have 100. I, it's just like four... Five episodes, I thought he was just pretend, like, he was a shadow hunter, but he was pretending to be a real human being. It, that's, it was so shocking to me when his cousin showed up and was like, I recognize that man. I thought, like, is she in on the scam? What's happening here? You want to know the wildest thing about the books? What? Okay, so they meet him in Idris. Yeah. Um, because 
you know, everyone's shoring up in Idris because Valentine's doing Valentine stuff. Yeah, sure. And um, they go to stay with their cousins, the Penhallows. Yeah. Aline. Yeah. I think, I think she's a Penhallow. Anyway. Yep. Two two words. That's how you do a last, that's how you do a shadow hunter last name. Her cousin yeah. shows up and it's Sebastian. She hasn't really seen him since he was a child, but it's her cousin Sebastian. Uh. It's just Jonathan with black hair dye. <laughs> <laughs> but no one knows. Well, yeah, they haven't seen their cousin for a long time. I mean, they, their cousin was told he was coming. I mean, this is what happened to Jake. There's a lot of times where it's, we have not seen you since. That that is why the like the shadowhunters need to be much more fractured, much more like less of like, them, like, 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 like bootstrap. Because when they're like, oh yeah, no, I haven't seen him in this long. Like you feel like you all live a very like calm life. They also can't have technology. <laughs> like, because they don't in the books. Yeah. Like, they, bear, they have cell phones sometimes. Yeah. They like, they're not supposed to watch mundane movies. They don't really have computers. Yeah, but Aaron, this this came out right about the time CSI was really popular, I think. No, what? <laughs> 2016? It came out after CSI was popular by people who watched CSI when they were young. You... Look, the first season of this was really heavily trying to be a crime procedural. I know. Even though they did none of the stories that a crime procedural would do. I'm just saying, if they didn't have technology, then... Because right now, you should be able to just look at the Facebook of Sebastian, which is why this Sebastian had to put on a different man's face. No, the... But um, wouldn't it be better if he just dyed his hair? No, the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can, I can imagine the Shadowhunters don't have Facebook. I don't know. Who knows. He doesn't have to be a burned man. The, Why is he a burned man? <laughs> I don't understand. A lot of... Uh, it's funny how many of the problems of the show come back to choices made in the first season by a showrunner who's not around anymore. Who just decided, nah, there's a lot of them. They have a lot of technology. <laughs> like... <laughs> and the things they could change, they changed. They made the, sh- the tattoos better. They gave them swords that didn't look like <laughs> costume warehouse swords. Did they at one point have like things that were like cell phones, but they were like demon trackers or something? Probably. Oh, maybe that's in the books. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the stuff, like you, they couldn't just pretend there weren't a whole bunch of extras before. They couldn't pretend they didn't have crazy holographic why is there technology more than human technology yeah makes no sense it's not magic technology (sighs) or is it anyway that's enough rambling about that Hey, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. So this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic just really, really hated a Chinese food restaurant? Okay, mm. I got something. Yeah. It's very small. Makes mm. no sense to me. I mm. think it's just there because it sounds dramatic. Sure. Why is the transfer happening at two in the morning? Oh. I'm a, I, I, here's the thing. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to use my head cannon to fix this. I assume because that's a convenient time for Idris. I guess Idris could be in a different time zone. <laughs> it is kind of somewhere in Europe. I do love the being like we're going to transfer this prison this prisoner and they're going to be like, "Okay, cool. So we have lunch at like 11:30. Could you do it after lunch?" And like, "What? But that's like 2 a.m. for us. We you want us you want us to transfer a prisoner while we're like at 2 a.m. while we're tired." Yeah, yeah. It's and, it's much more convenient for us. We have we we play snooker at three. You know what? I would have accepted it too if they had been like, okay, so Idris is at the transfer time. It's two a.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, I'm like, okay. 
I. It seems like Izzy just did it because it was dramatic. <laughs> it's cool when it's nighttime. You know we won't be outside, right? We won't be what? But, but I wanted to take him out to that field where he almost killed all the downworlders and transfer him from there. I want to do it in the moon. <laughs> I wanted to do it under the moon. What about the courtyard? You know, the courtyard where we where you guys summoned the demon to come because we thought that he had me. Let's do it there. Come on, the moon. <laughs> and all she could get was doing it outside of his cell, which yeah. is still bad. <laughs> yeah, they could have just done it in the cell directly to another cell. Okay, but maybe the cell has warding on it that you can't portal out of the cell that's bad uh, yeah you know what i'll 100 percent believe that i'm you know what i i'll say that doesn't even need to be a thing where you're like oh they need to tell us i should have just assumed that that makes <laughs> the most sense of course it does they know portaling exists and they can ward from portaling i mean everything else has been so dumb that we just assumed it was dumb <laughs> yeah but no that is a very yeah it's <laughs> very smart you can't portal into a cell Hey, Kevin, did you find a CW moment? I did. And it's the fact that Luke tells Clary that someone might have killed him. I swear, if it look, the, the setup of this scene looks like he invited Clary to the Jade Wolf to be like, by the way, Clary, I think Simon might have murdered anyone, someone. Anyway, I gotta go. Like, he doesn't ask her for information on, have you heard from Simon? Have, like, do you know where he Where was be? he last night? He leads with, I think Simon murdered someone. I gotta go. Maybe Clary went there to talk to him about her emotions, and he was like, I can't. Simon murdered a, man, a woman. But still, like, he should have started out by asking questions, and then Clary be like, why are you asking me all these questions? And then Luke can be like, uh, I think Simon might have, uh, might have like, murdered someone. Because it makes sense that he might, that he will open up to Clary in such a way. It doesn't make sense to start the conversation there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. And you know, we could have, there, there are things we could have created. We probably didn't need to see Magnus's flashback three times. We I probably only had to see it twice. I think you could just reverse the, the talk. I don't think it would add any time. Just reverse the way he says those sentences. <laughs> so, so, real Sebastian is dead. Fake Sebastian is beef jerky. Uh, <laughs> Valentine is free again. Val- Valentine's in a basement somewhere. And you know he's going to stumble into a plot somehow. <laughs> Valentine has done nothing for 50 episodes because he was dead in the books, I guess. Yes. <laughs> so he's just doing stuff. And you know what? I'm just waiting for him to get dead again. <laughs> Could he have been a ghost? Probably. Uh, but no, he is a live man in a basement with who is definitely Jonathan. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm curious to see how that happened. Because uh, that's a grown man now. And also, where was he? Yeah. Well, obviously somewhere getting burned. <laughs> he was burned as a baby. He was in the fire. I don't know. That was fake. No, he did burn down his house. Yeah, but he saved him and he put him in a cabin in the woods. And he wrote... He raised one boy in luxury and softness and one boy in cabin and harshness. We don't and know which that. which one would be a better fighter? And we don't know that. <laughs> I mean, that is canon. Yeah, from the book. <laughs> That's true. The TV show is different. The book Jocelyn's alive. <laughs> the TV show is very different. It is very different. <laughs> I know, and it breaks my brain sometimes. In, in the book, Jonathan was alive, dead, Jace, dead, and now he's this. So... 
Who knows? So what do you guys think Jonathan is? Why is he a burned man? Tell us this on the social media. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And we are your Shadow Hunters TV show podcast. The only one, I assume. <laughs> we haven't looked it up. <laughs> and I never will. <laughs> Give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcast or your podcaster of choice. And today, the day you're listening to this, if... You're listening to this on the day that it came out. Yes. Uh, my book, Ink for Blood, released. If Ooh. you are listening to this on a day it didn't come out, it's already released. So same basic same outcome. Go same get outcome. that book. Yep. It's av- it'll be available. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and Book Direct. It's it's a, If you just search up Ink for Blood by Kevin Weir, you can find it. It's on a lot of places. More than I thought. Yay. So Yay. buy Kevin's book. Or read my blog, that's free, but has way less content, a flimsyplan.com. And we'll see y'all next week. Why does Jonathan want Valentine? Can Alec help Magnus move forward? Why is Jonathan burned? Because he was in a fire. For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? 